Hello, podcast listeners. This is the Burn Browns Collections of Facts and Theories podcast show. And today we're just going to be discussing why people won't understand your point of view. Hopefully you enjoy this wonderful episode and let's move on. The reason why people won't understand your point of view is because they're not you. And overall, it's the truth. They're not you. You have to realize that. I have to realize that. I had to realize that the hard way through people I talk to personally, you know, rather as family members, friends, you know, through real life in person, through three DMing, through anything, I had to realize that they're not going to understand my point of view because of the fact that they're not me. I'm not saying this in a negative way, nor in a positive way. I'm just saying in an overall way. Some people will understand what you're saying, and some people will understand what you're saying. Another reason why is because they live a different life than you. Sometimes people won't understand the concepts of what's going on in your life because you're living a different life than you are. Their life may be more struggling than yours. Their life may be more better than yours. Their life may be much the same, but have a little bit difference in it. See, you have to realize that when you think of it in, a, in about people not doing your point of view or not knowing your point of view, you have to think of it in an objective manner. Think, who is this person? Where do they live at? How do they live? What do they do? What's their attitude? What's their personality? You got to think like that for once and figure out, hey, is this person rich, have a rich mindset? Or hey, is this person has a poor mindset and is poor? Or hey, is this person just a normal average person like me? But it's just jealous of what I do. And not in an egotistical way, just in an objective point of view, looking outside the glass. Another reason is that, honestly, some people just honestly don't care about you. And that's the truth. I had to realize that sometimes people just don't honestly care about you or care about what you lack. I mean, what you love in your interests. Because they lack your interests of what you're talking about. Depending on what it is. Rather, it's your passion, your purpose. Something realistic, something about bills, anything, you know, anything. Um, another reason is because God knows your point of view. That's another reason. Well, not, no, no, excuse me, excuse me. Reading off my script the wrong way, forgive me. We're not in that part yet. The reason why nobody will never understand your point of view is because you're unique. You're unique because you're yourself. And speaking of that, I just want to talk about because of people not understanding your point of view, I want to give out this little bonus thing, but I'll tell you this in the next bonus segment. I'll tell you that. But overall, hopefully you know that you're unique, and that's why people want to understand your point of view. Let's move on to the bonus segment. I just want to give you guys this fun fact. People love to say that you should get a credit card. You start off a credit. Get a credit card. Get a credit card. It'll help out with your debt and pay off all your debt and things like that, such, such, or it'll help you financially. What if you think of it in an objective point of view? Because I was just recently in finance class today, and I learned a lot today about credit cards. I was just thinking, what's the purpose of having credit cards if you're just going to keep paying that money? Because basically, you're just getting extra money, and then you're still going to pay that down immediately so that you can get rewards and this and that for trips and stuff. Why? And think about think about this. Why should you get yourself into more debt for a credit card? You realize that this credit card is going to give you more, more, how can I say it, more stress. Because for me, when I was thinking of this, I was saying, oh, as an adult, I cannot deal with this, all this, all this, all this. 
I'm going to have to constantly, once a month, pay this bill, pay this bill, pay it. I'm not going to do that. I decided, through the grace of God, I thank Jesus for this, that I will not use debit cards. Excuse me, I will never use credit cards. Excuse me. And I will use debit cards. Because currently now, I'm, I am using debit cards. And in the future, I'll use debit cards. I'm still a teenager, so of course, if you're a teenager, you're going to use debit. But overall, I'm going to continue to use debit card throughout my years till the day I um, die, you know. Hopefully, I live a long life. But like I'm saying, till the day, like, I'm using debit cards. I really want to use a debit card. And by learning all this, I've understood that when you're using a credit card, you're better off. Excuse me, when you're using a debit card, excuse me. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I am so sorry. I'm going to make sure I say everything right. Reverse that. When you use a debit card, you'll be all right. When you use a credit card, you're not going to be all right. Because you're learning, you're you're making yourself go into more debt. People are saying, oh, you're getting the rewards. Oh, you're when you have 800 good credit, that means you're good. That means you're Think about it. You have 800, 700 credit. That's good and all. But you're still paying off debt. Think of it. I just thought about it so much times. Even learning about credit card this whole week in finance class. Learning about this, guess what it's always saying in your head? Think about it, think about it, think about it. They're conditioning your mind. People, look, what's this? And wake up. Remember when I told you guys about the nine to five crisis, the great resignation, or how I told you guys about other things? Well, this too credit cards. They're conditioning your mind to go buy credit cards. And it's such terribleness because people are not learning about financial literacy at this young age. I hopefully I'm not off topic, but I'm trying to get on topic. It's just talking about why people won't understand your point of view because people wouldn't understand this point of view unless you're really explaining this. Most people are maybe not most people, excuse me, half of people probably would say, Oh, why? Why? You should always have credit cards. Credit cards will help you out. No, they won't. It's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your money. But like I said, all of this is for another video. But like I said, this is this will be an addition. And this is just a preview of what you're listening to because every year I'm going to release a financial literacy podcast episode every year. This year I released the Financial Literacy 2.0. And next year I'm going to release Financial Literacy 3.0 because I do make episodes about financial literacy. And this year I made two episodes about it, Financial Literacy Part 1 and then this one was 2.0. As I said, you know, to replace last year, do this year. And, you know, every once a year, I'm going to at least do one or maybe more financial literacy episodes in the future. But like I said, this is not a financial literacy episode. just want to give you a bonus segment in this bonus episode. And like I said, I want you to listen to this very quick clip. And if you don't listen to it, you can skip over and listen to the conclusion because we're close to the conclusion after this. All righty, Paul, listeners. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, listen in. And don't and please, before you listen to me, please don't think I'm being biased or thinking that this is my only source. Like I said, I went to financial literacy class today in finance. I learned about this. My teacher was talking about this. And if you're questioning why should I continue using a debit card and never use credit card ever in your life? Well, hey, there is a reason why you should still use debit card. And you can use it because most stores are letting you use debit cards because debit cards are using Visa now, like our credit cards are. That's what my teacher told me, and it's very true. And you're better off with it because, like I said, debit cards use Visa too. So, hey, it's a win-win. You can use it at most stores, at least all stores, and you won't have to worry.
I think the only non-benefit is that you won't have fraud protection, but at the end of the day, you got NordVPN or any other VPN you can use. And this is not sponsored. I'm just saying. You got VPNs. So let's get to it. Excuse me for that loud noise. To Washington, D.C. and have a conversation with Henry. And uh, Henry, how can Christy and I help? Hi, how's it about you? Hey, great. Good, What's Thanks going on? So I'm a rising sophomore in college, and I'm at the point in my life where everyone is telling me, Get a credit card and build your credit score. Crazy people. Um, sure they are, Henry. I, they are. I know. I don't intend to do that. But my question is, how can I put myself in a position right now where once I graduate from college, I'll be able to you know, get a house or, or rent an apartment and get a car without a credit score? That's a good question. And let's live right there. And I'm going to try and keep my cool down because people are giving you some stupid advice. Uh, but I'm going to give you the wise wisdom here. Uh, that's a great question. And I love the fact that you're thinking about what can I do to build to myself so where I can get to a house. I think the number one thing you need to be worried about right now, Henry, is graduating college 100% debt free. So where are you with that? Are you taking out student yeah. loans for school right now? Or is college paid for with zero debt? No, I'm on the path to get through debt, debt free. There awesome. we go. There we go. What's your degree going to be in? It's going to be in computer science. Computer cool. science. What's your career going to be? I'm not sure yet. I'm thinking about going into medical school okay. uh, afterwards, but I could always go into the computer science field into software engineering. Okay, cool. Um, here's the thing, because when I was your age, this I fell for this trap. Get a credit score. Guy gave me two free large pieces, one free T-shirt, and I'm thinking it was just an emergency credit card, and it, it turned into an emergency fund card. Okay. When everything, I met, everything was an emergency. Yes, everything was an emergency. When I met a young lady, that's an emergency. I got to take her to Red Lobster. I got to impress her, <laughs> you know? Uh, the next day after I took her on the date, and I've been honest with you, Henry, it was an emergency. I got to send her flowers so she can like me more. That was an emergency, you know? And then she's like, oh, thank you for the flowers. You, 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 you so nice. I said, okay, cool. I got another emergency, and I bought her a purse. And before I knew it, I was in $15,000 of emergency credit card stuff. And here's the truth, Henry, and here's what I want everyone to hear me saying right now. The credit score, you hear Dave say this all the time. You said this too as well, Chris, is an I love debt score. Um, and, and I say this, this is a I really love debt score because your credit score teaches you and it shows nothing. How is it that you can have zero dollars in your bank account, but you have all this debt and you have an 800 credit score? And that doesn't mean you're financially successful. Right. So, Henry, here's how you win. Here's how you set yourself up to it. I'm going all over the place right now because I'm so passionate about this message with young people. Okay, um, do this: graduate college debt free. Okay, put some money in your savings account right now. All right, when you're ready to purchase a house, you, what you're going to do is you're going to look for a, uh, a bank. We endorse Church Hill Mortgage here. What they do is they do manual underwriting. I have a loan. Uh, when it comes to my mortgage, I put down a lot of money, you know, and I finance it for a short period of time and I'm going to pay it off. But they manually underwrite uh, loans for mortgages. And did I have to go through maybe an extra few steps? Absolutely, I did, because I had to show them that I'm good with my money. And so that's how you win. But you can survive. You can rent a house without uh, a credit score. You can rent an apartment without a credit score. Would you have to put down maybe an extra deposit? Yes, you do uh but you and, will be successful will not having the credit score adversely affect the interest rate 
I mean, am I going to put myself in a position with interest rates way yeah. higher because I won't have a credit score? I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, it's not going to be that much. You know, mm-hmm. is my credit score, it was not my credit score, Um, is my interest rate on my home mortgage probably a little bit more? Um, absolutely. But the, it's mm-hmm. not about what you're paying a month. It's what are you paying right. long term. So when I pay off my house, I'm saving so much money compared to someone who has an 800 credit score with a 30-year fixed rate mortgage, okay? Because I'm paying my my loan off within a matter of seven years, seven to 15 years, what we recommend here. I'm going to save so much money on that end. And so I don't want you to worry about the interest rate. What I want you to do is worry about, okay, how do I do this? I'm going to get a fixed rate. Mm-hmm. I'm going to finance it for 15 years. I'm going to live below my means. My mortgage payment's not going to be above 25% of my take-home pay. That's going to set you up for success. Now, will your not having a credit score prevent you from getting an apartment? No. Will it make you uh, required to put down an extra deposit on your apartment? Yes. But that's why we teach half three to six months of uh, expenses and emergency funds. So that way you can have that money to put towards it. So what we're saying is we want to help you long-term. Okay, mm-hmm. that's the goal, and that's the thing right there. But man, thanks so much for calling in, Henry. That was a, a great question, and you got me fired up, man. This man got me fired up. I got young people looking at me right now, smiling, like get him. And I'm, I'm not going after him. I'm going after them. I know. Teaching this. I know. Can we talk about this? Because this is one of the things that I hear all the time. I, you know, many people don't know this, Ao. But even before the Ramsey personalities were a thing, there was a speakers group here. I was one of the speakers. We were all speaking on money. I travel all over, talk about this, and people would say to me, you know, I get a question about like. So you don't have a credit card? I'm like, no. They're like, you literally don't have. I'm like, literally. How do you, how do you breathe? How do you live? How do you travel? I'm like, I've got a debit card. It does the same thing. So here's the thing with this whole credit score. Let's just camp here, and I want to hear your thoughts because I haven't heard you teach on this directly recently, Ao. But what most people don't realize is the de- the credit score is made up of length of debt, type of debt, how often you pay off your debt. It's all things debt. Debt. Now here's here's what's interesting that I want people to understand. This is a this is a psychological problem. Okay, so mm-hmm. credit card companies that are in big buildings in big cities, they create a game called points mm. and rewards. Mm. They're not doing it out of the goodness of their sweet little hearts because they want to help you out because they love you. They're doing it because they win the game every time. So all of you college students that think I'm going to win this game. You're not. Avoid the game. Take the game off the table. Credit cards, credit score off the table. Save and pay cash, and you will control your future instead of them. I have nothing else to say. Well, well we don't have time, so that's good. Well, Chrissy White <laughs> said, don't. And that's very true. What that lady just said right there about a psychological problem. It is very psychological because when we learned today, I couldn't be in class. Like, I just being through that virtual computer learning because I'm a virtual student. It was very nerve-wracking to like hear that all da, 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 through a YouTube video of my teacher showing us, and then her teaching us before showing YouTube video. It's it's really a lot. So overall, like I told you guys, you know, if you don't want to take it in, you could take it in. But like I said, you're better off having a debit card because hey, you're more better for your long term. Because I'm looking at the long term too. I'm not looking at the short term. People want short term rewards. It's stupid. I understand you want to have fun and things. Yeah, you're getting points and rewards for credit cards so you can have enough things when you go to tickets and stuff. But to me, like I said, even before watching these YouTube videos, for me just sitting down thinking about it after class, it really just, in my head, I was just thinking depth, 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 because it really is depth. And it's terrible. So I would advise you guys, please. 
please. If if you're ready for it, I can't force you. If if you're financially and you're mentally prepared to take debit cards, just take a debit card and cut off that credit card debt. Okay. But you know, like I said, overall, this is nothing that's I'm talking about an episode. It's just an add-on to my podcast episode. It was a bonus segment. And like I said, this can be a little off topic, but like I said, it's just showing an example of how some people won't understand other people's point of view because they're so stuck in this tradition conditioned mindset, basically. Alrighty, guys. So I hope you enjoyed this wonderful episode. Let's move on to our conclusion. Hello, Paul, because so back to the story. I know we were talking about everything, but overall, to end this, the only person who knows your point of view out of everybody is God. God knows your point of view. But guess what? He's not going to listen to everything you say. He's going to do what must be done in his own way because it's God's way, not yours. So if you think of it, it's all in God's hands and not yours. So please know that. Please understand that. And please know that if nobody understands your point of view besides yourself, it's God. God bless you. Have a blessed day. And I'll see you all next time.